Hi, everyone. Welcome to another session of Ponderings. I'm really pleased to be joined by Minister Madge Avasaki, who's a church consultant. Uh, we've been having a great little chat about what's going on um, in the UK. Just a time stamp. It's, uh, it's the 4th of August 2021. Um, so uh, I'm actually away in Northern Ireland at the moment, uh, which has got a few more restrictions, but you're mad you're in London and are you feeling completely free to do whatever you want to do? I, I've of... always, I've always been free because, you know, he who, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. But um, yeah, it's been a very strange time. And then um, we, we got, we had Freedom Day here in the UK on, I think it was July the 19th. That's right. Which I think was um, uh, not a good good thing to name as, yes. as, as a day, really, if you, you know, on reflection. But um, I've actually been out to two restaurants, two restaurants in the last two weeks, and that's after an 18-month period. So There you go. Yeah, so there's, there's a little bit of freedom there. <laughs> <laughs> The question is whether the whether the food prices of buying our own food goes down because it crept up, didn't it? The supermarkets crept up. It certainly did. It certainly did. And and a lot of other things happened as well. Good and bad. I Good have and to bad. Say. Good and bad. And that's what we've been uh, chatting about. Let's let's zero in. So um, in terms of your work and ministry, you have a lot to do with mm. pastors throughout the country. Uh, and even further further afield yes. what would you say you talked a little bit about um a kind of a, a bit of a shock as lockdown kicked in mm. around event focusedness tell us a little bit about that well um i've i've said and i don't know whether it's a thing or a word or a phrase but you know um the church mm -hmm. uh, assemblies local churches have been quite event focused and of course when we had the announcement on March the 23rd 2020 that everything was locked down including uh, yeah. the church mm -hmm. um, you know people panicked and I remember having conversations with church leaders I have either worked with or know very well what we're going to do how we're going to do it um, and some had, had discovered Zoom, and so all of a sudden, Zoom was a thing, uh -huh. you know. Um, and It's become even, a verb, isn't it, to Zoom or not to Zoom? Ex exactly. Um, and in some cases, it should be not Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another, that's for another conversation. But, so, you know, most people discovered Zoom, or you, you had Teams, which is... Um, mm -hmm from Google, I believe, or is it, is it Windows? Microsoft, Windows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all those other online, because that's the only way people could meet. So mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you had this screen to contend with. And um, some people approached it as they had done if they were in their place of worship, right. their village hall or mm -hmm. wherever they worshipped, which was to try and replicate what they had done right in those settings and unfortunately it didn't work yeah and at first you know people weren't turning up they did switched off and it was all very depressing mm -hmm. and it took a while for people to understand um that it is a very different medium but there was an opportunity and i always i always think you know there's always threats 
but there's yeah. always opportunities. Mm-hmm. And for me and others like me, the opportunities, frankly, outweighed the disadvantages that were happening. And of course, one of those opportunities was to reach more people. And isn't that part of our Christian mandate? Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so people kind of learnt a way through. But what I've been very fascinated to hear you talk about, because it kind of keyed in some of the things I've been focused about, is this whole recovery or kind of post-lockdown phase. Mm. And I think you you talked to me about a sense of concern about neglecting something in, in terms of the online um, and, and almost switching back to an event focus. We happen in a building, we happen on Sunday morning, but uh, neglecting the online stuff. So tell us a little bit about your reflections there. Well, you know, fast, fast forward to uh, uh, July 2021 and. Um, we were told just before that um, actually places of worship could go mm-hmm. back into their buildings. And what had happened, because people had learned in March, from April, I would say, last year, 2020, mm-hmm. um, how to navigate um, this online platform called Zoom or whatever yeah. they were using. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they discovered that there were all these extra people yeah. that were watching their church services and didn't quite and some didn't quite work out how they were going to um engage them and and get them in as a community and others did yeah however fast forward to this year as you said we're fourth of um august and um i have been commissioned to do um some reflections on behalf of other of of churches and have mm. found that um you know they have become very event focused again i i'm in the building now i'm in my place of worship um and i'm and we're talking to ourselves yes but we're not necessarily talking to the people who have turned up given yeah. their time to turn up online to partake of the service and so, again, there could be a missed opportunity there in mm-hmm. some cases. Um, and that needs tweaking. You know, yeah. people say it's very difficult to operate online. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say you have to be intentional uh-huh. um, and you have to be prepared to think very differently. And so quite a few have, I, I know a few churches that have actually abandoned the idea completely. Now, what uh, what a lost opportunity is that? Yeah. So it's about learning how to use both. I think you've heard, Daniel, the term hybrid. Yeah. You know, um, we've got hybrid cars. They use petrol and they use electric if they work properly. (laughs) And but so so with the church, the hybrid means you know we're in the building. But we're also online and we're yes. doing the same thing and appealing to two different audiences. How do you do that well? Yeah. So that's where the opportunities have been missed in some and ways. You, you, were, you were saying to me before, one of the issues when you're reviewing uh, churches is actually the length of service and that kind of thing. That that, that actually being on being online is is more tiring in some ways and people than potentially meeting in person so do you think that 
that people are going to have to really think hard about either doing an additional service, which is a is a is a kind of projected service, which is shorter, or do you think people may kind of try to squeeze down the the meet, the, the service generally uh, so it fits? What what do you what do you think people are going to do? Well, um, to give you an example, something recently um, I was asked to. Um, assess an online service. Now that online service was one hour and 56 uh, minutes. Now if you're in a building and interacting with other people that Mm -hmm. might be acceptable Um, but it's certainly probably not acceptable in an online arena. You're asking people to stare at a screen for one hour 56 without and in this case, very little interaction right. with that online audience, mm-hmm. with that online visitor, their, their visitors. It might have been there two or three times, but you're not actually speaking to them. So one hour 56 is a very big ask. Yeah. Um, so there are lots of different ways they can do this. I think one hour, a one hour service should be adequate for most. And I've seen very successfully 45 minutes um services and they work really really okay. well short oh. and sharp um but to the point the message yeah. is brilliant and every and the theme for the message runs through the whole right. service that that gives a that's very very successful um so when you're looking at it you need to look at it from not only the point of view from the people in the room the people outside the room as well so they don't end up as spectators yeah yeah no that's that's very interesting and and you were talking about this opportunity um which we think was the google research you want that what those, those search terms that you you heard that were really being hit in march last year yeah um i think it, it was more like april but um okay maybe may i'm not sure but it was after people realized that this is really a serious situation this being covid Mm -hmm. and the global pandemic and google did some research to find out what the most searched for terms were and they were um god faith love hope Mm -hmm. um and uh, you know anything that was akin to religious belief something beyond me yeah um because people were looking for something to hold on to during the most difficult time that the world has ever seen yeah um and so 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 we have we the the opportunity is there was there for the church um and i say is there because we still have the opportunity but to, to, to reach out to people, as it says in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, go ye therefore into mm-hmm. all the world. Yeah. Um, we need to look at the world in general, and that yeah. would be your online audience as well as the people in the room. And by the way, the online audience may not even be in your locale. They might, for example, I... I happen to live in northeast London, mm-hmm. but we could be attracting people from Scotland, Ireland, mm-hmm. Wales, or even further. Yeah. In uh, a friend of mine who is an American pastor, 
attract uh, people from the Congo. Right, right. So it will work in any circumstances. And I think you you talked about trying to trying to tangle with the challenge. How do you how do you maintain some level of ministry to those people, be it discipleship, be it even you know leading them to faith or those kind of things? Those people are tapped in because that's a new reality, isn't it? It is. It is. And it does need to be very intentional. So, you know, we were talking about, um, I mean, leading people to Christ is one thing, you know, they might may not have visited or attended a church service ever. And so how do you integrate that? You know, how you do you bring and then how do you disciple them as well? Do you have one to one meetings with them? might might be on zoom again uh-huh. do you have uh-huh. a, a whatsapp group yeah. um do you have weekly bible studies yeah. do you have a counseling session you know all those things have to be intentional and actually planned yeah yeah no that's that's very interesting well i just wanted to get a little taster with you today Madge, and and um for listeners um it's one of the one of the funny realities that we realize we meet with people that don't actually live that far away so so madge and and i and our our uh madge's husband and my wife we're going to get together yeah in north london yeah uh, in person yeah in person <laughs> <laughs> we're only about seven i mean really where you are and where we are is it's not even 10 miles is it's not it? even 10 miles we've got no excuse yeah. have we no, not Alexandra at all. Palace, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, good. Well, thank you very much for your time. And, and no, if, uh, thank you. And uh, where where can people find you? I know that there's some that's with sites and Facebook things. What where yeah. just, just tell well, and mainly the website. The, although the website's being rebuilt, you can still visit it. There's mm-hmm. some limited information on it at the moment, but it's being redesigned. But it's madgeabasaki.com. Cool. That's we'll it. Share those and you can find all the social media on there as Excellent. well. Madgeabasaki.com. Good. Great. Well, good. And if you are listening, if you've only come across this talk, do go and check out the others on ponderings.co.uk. Thank you.